Hello, we're starting today's show with a fresh citrus snack. After the snack, we're going to be talking about celebrities after 50. Are they embarrassing or no? Also, gross things that girls do. You got to be there for that. And of course, we're going back into Paranormal Corner and things kids see. And welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jana. And look at the snack that I brought today. I have just looked over now. I this, can smell I can't it. Wait. I, can't, I, I hope you can. I mean, it's, uh, it is amazing. fresh citrus off of my own trees in my own little mm. grove Makes that I have in my water. backyard. And uh, I just prepared this. Yeah. In the kitchen here at the studios. Smells so Which is at the manor. I wish y'all could smell it. And it is. Take a slurp. It is what I call. It is what I call a citrus salad. Now, this unfortunately. Well, Mm. it's unfortunate. But it only has two types of citrus. I grow three types of citrus. But uh, yesterday, uh, I cut. You know, my trees are small. My groves are. You know, I only have uh, one tree per type of uh, citrus. Mm -hmm. And my Valencia oranges. I only Mm -hmm. had one basket full. And I juiced them all and drank all the juice all in one day. I couldn't oh, well, help myself. I mean, my goodness. It was so good. I said, Are you I'm going to save regular? this. I'm going to save this. that would do it. Is that what does it? Oh, heck yeah. I had no idea. Uh, but anyways, I was going to save it for the show and bring in fresh orange juice with this because Valencia oranges are squeezing oranges. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I couldn't help myself. It was so good. I had to finish it off. So what we have today in our bowls is... Uh, Washington Naval Oranges. Okay. And the other citrus that is in here is grapefruit, and that is Rio Red Grapefruit. I was going to say, are they red? It's not ruby red. It's Rio Red Grapefruit. So I have a Rio Red Grapefruit tree, Washington Naval Orange tree, and uh, the Valencia Orange, which I did not bring. Mm. Now, I cut this up and everything using – you know, I forgot to bring it in here to show you. Are you familiar with that – so Ronco type things, there used to be this thing, uh, I think they call it the Citrus Express. It's this thing where it, it you cut the citrus in half and you put it on and then you turn it, you spin it around on the, you know what, I should have brought it into the studio. Really? Jen has I, no idea what I'm talking about. about. Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. I got a picture of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and anyway, I use that and I've used it for years, mm. They, mm. but as a lot of these Ronco things, it becomes a thing, and then they stop using it, and they stop selling it. And oh, oh. so I'm showing Jana the picture. And by the way, you guys can see the pictures on our uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snack a Little. We will post the pictures. So is there. it one blade? It's one blade, but okay. the top spins around. You know what? After the see show, that. I'll show you how okay. it works. <laughs> wow! I thought you would be familiar with it, so I didn't. Not uh, at all. I should I should have came in and I made it part of the show. Uh, but anyways, it's a great little device. The problem is it's made out of plastic, and after a lot of twisting of number of years of doing mm-hmm. that, the plastic breaks. So this, I'm on my second one, I think, and I have a third one that I found at a swap meet somewhere, brand new, still in the box. Oh, nice. But I tell you, there's part of me, and I shouldn't be putting this out there in the ether, there's part of me that wants to get the patent for it mm-hmm. and make a uh, metal version, an mm-hmm. aluminum, you know, a good aluminum version uh, because uh, it's for people that grow their own oranges, and you know we're here in Southern California, big orange capital. Yep, uh, in Florida, of year. I could sell an orange in in California and Florida. I could sell a million of these, mm. the metal mm. metal ones, because the plastic ones just broke because it, you know you have to put a lot of force sometimes on there. 
So they're not making them anymore, no. as far as you know. As far as I know, I've, I've, uh, they, you know, they might be somewhere in someone's back stock on line on Amazon, but I couldn't find them. But anyway, because, so that's I mean, what, it's so, a great idea. So this is... right, and it, it it cuts them up into chunks, so you got nice chunks for your. Uh, uh... And you don't even have to cut off the pith. Right now, I I will show you this piece here. You got to. There's an art to keep, keeping the orange halves or the citrus halves on it, so you don't get the pith. Because look on this piece here that you a, can see a little pithy. A little, <laughs> it's a little mm-hmm. pithy on that one, and that's why I put that in my bowl. I was like, you know what, that'll be my bowl because I don't. I'm kind of a freak. I don't want jam. Pith to doesn't get the... bother me. I mean, a lot of um, a lot of the zest gets a little potent. Right. Oddly, I say that, but I don't mind grating some zest in certain recipes. Do you ever eat an orange peel? No. I have. It's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. I was like, you know what? Let me see what the... There was a kid in grade school. His name was Greg. Oh, I can't remember his last name, but he he was the kid that ate orange peels. But it wasn't until I was in my late 20s that I decided to try that and test that out. It's not bad. It's not bad to eat the peel. But anyway, so that's what we have today. Uh, the... You can candy peels, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I have had that. Interesting. Did you know you can even candy squash? I've had candied squash. Hmm. So did you eat paste? Just curious. Did you eat paste? <laughs> of course I ate paste. I never did. You know, and here's the thing. This, I thought y'all were freaks. This I'm came like, up recently on, on, the, on social media. Someone posted and I said, they put sugar in it. How are you not going to eat it? It actually, it was sweet. Paste was sweet. But you wouldn't know that until you tried eating I know. paste. Well, I don't know. Maybe the, Wonder maybe who I was have the a, first kid who maybe thought, I have a sixth I'm going to eat this. And well, the thing is, well, is I mean, it was kind I, of minty. I wonder, scented. right? I wonder why I decided to because I was not a kid that would usually follow the first kid that would do something. Mm-hmm. But but uh, paste was good when I first tasted. I remember this stuff tastes good. That so, I don't know. It just seems like that should be a T-shirt. <laughs> paste was good. <laughs> so anyway, so I take all this and then and once once the uh, uh, the bits are cut, mm-hmm. uh, then you put the other part of the device on there and you can. Work it like it's an orange juicer to get the rest of the juice. So there's a little bit extra pulp mm. in the juice mm. and everything here. So we have orange juice, grapefruit juice, orange pulp, grapefruit pulp, and the chunks. And this makes a darn good breakfast. And I tell you, nothing so beats being able to walk out into your backyard, cut a, a grapefruit, mm-hmm. you know, pick pick one. Not mm-hmm. only just cut any, you, get to, you, look, you gotta look around and see the ripest one. In fact, the pictures that I have, you will see... Uh, that on the grapefruit, there's actually a little bit of a rose color, and uh, that's not the shadow from the oranges. That's actually on the grapefruit because they do get a little bit red on the outside. You pick the right ones, you clip them off, because for those that don't know, you do not pick oranges by yanking them off the tree. You actually right. cut them off. You have a little cutter that you use to cut oranges off of the tree. That's better for the tree's health. For some reason, I don't know. I just know that from growing up around citrus growers my whole life. That's what you do. And then you come inside and you you wash off the orange a little bit because, you know, we have we have some dust out there that it gets on the stuff. And then you cut it and you get a great breakfast right there that you grill yourself. tart, sweet. Oh, it's good stuff. So, so you do start talking so I can start eating so this. So <laughs> for those of you, I mean, you know what? Probably mm. most of you know mm. at least a little bit about grapefruit, but I find that there's your your yellow grapefruit, but then your pinks and your reds, and the reds are definitely the sweetest ones. Mm. So when I was growing up, my mom would. This is so good. I'm so, so good. 
so good. My mom would have a grapefruit, have, H-A-L-V-E, have a grapefruit, and then take a knife and cut around the edge of the, right. the, the peel, right. and then you slice between each of the, the sections, the right. fans, or whatever you want to call them. Right. And mm. we, and then uh, sprinkle sugar sugar over the top of it. Right. I mean, she still does that. Uh, I grew up with my grandmother doing that. It's just, it's but, delightful. But I'm like, but see, you now this had no sugar or anything, and I'm the, like, what was the sugar for? This stuff is great. Well, when it's a yellow grapefruit, you need something. <laughs> yeah, the yellow grapefruit, which is what my my mm. uh, my aunt had a ginormous grapefruit tree in her backyard, and that thing was prolific. <laughs> it was amazing, but they were the yellow, and yeah, they needed, in my opinion, and apparently all of my family's opinion, a little bit of sugar was necessary for those, because yeah. They're a little, they got some bite. And they had grapefruit spoons. Do you remember the grapefruit spoons? You ever have one of those? Did it have edge? Yeah, it had serrated edges. Okay. Yeah, little yeah, serrated yeah, yeah. edges so you can dig down I don't know if I in. knew that was a grapefruit spoon. Huh. What did you think it was for? I don't. <laughs> People that like something rough in their mouth? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know why I'm familiar with them because it's not like we had a set of them. Hmm. I, rem- I remember them, but... This is so, fantastic. There you go. I know. I, you know. <laughs> I don't want to stop. <laughs> this is good stuff. This is really good stuff. <laughs> so y'all, uh, mm. <laughs> have yourself some citrus. You what, you do the, it's that you, time of year. <laughs> Jenny, you do the rest of the show. I'm going to sit here just. Okay. Okay. It even smells good in here. It really does. It, you know, when, once you start cutting them, the olefins, which are the little cells of flavor on the outside, yeah. uh, start busting up, and you get. I mean, I have my hands, even though I've you know washed them off since. They still, they have well, a citrus oil smell to them, and it's just oh. With a good camera and the right light, it's even it's amazing. Even cutting into an orange, as you see the oils. From oh yeah, you the, can see them. I mean, it's yeah, amazing. It's like a fountain. Yep, yep. It's great. And so for those of you, you know, and I know we certainly live in a society now where you can get oranges in the stores nearly everywhere. Yeah. But I mean, home grown off your own trees. Yeah. It's just. You can't beat it. Are we? Is this weird? That that, are we being like some kind of weird food nerds? That we're all oranges (laughs) and the orange oil and take pictures. (laughs) All right. We say we grew up in a citrus area. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this. Not just any celebrities over fifty. The celebrities that are over fifty and they're maybe just a little over the top or avant garde, just uh, or strange or, trying, or embarrassing, trying too hard. Do you have a Janet? Do you have a specific celebrity in mind I that mean, brought it's this hard, up? Hard, but is what there about... a specific one that of someone that is uh, an over fifty celebrity that is still trying to reinvent themselves and still trying to be new and fresh, Let even though think. it seems ridiculous? Uh, Madonna. It... Oh, okay. <laughs> Madonna, 64. Oh, my gosh. She's not really... I wouldn't say she's in my my purview. It's not my... Her sound... I mean, it was fine in the 80s. It was fun and bouncy and all of that. But it was never really, really my thing. But yeah, okay, there's some good stuff. It's fun to sing to. But I mean, even then, she had a look. She had a thing that all the girls were copying. Lord, I hope nobody copies this latest look, by the way. (laughs) Well... And she went through different stages of trying new things. Yes. I mean, her original look was kind of like the uh, uh, bohemian kind of a... Whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, then she got a little sophisticated. And then, of course, she, she moved to England and adopted a, uh, an English accent. <laughs> what I, what is up did. with that? 
I just want to say this has nothing to do with Madonna, but English accents. There's somebody that I knew that went on a two-year mission for my church and right. came back with an English accent. He went to Colorado. <laughs> wait, wait. He went on a, a, a an, an American mission. And a he's mission, American. A mission to Colorado, yeah. and he came back with a British accent, and he never dropped it. I mean, he was good. Oh my gosh. And so you, I, I don't know if anybody ever said, so what's this about? <laughs> Did you hit your head? Oh, my God. You know, that reminds me. We'll, we'll get back to Madonna in a second. Yeah, yeah. Hold on there, Madonna. I think I've shared this on a previous episode. Go have another facelift. You but need I, had a, I had a friend of mine who got a job at a record store, and he adopted a French accent just for his own amusement, mm-hmm. you know, to, to do this interview and all that. He got the job. Then he was like, well, now i got to keep doing it. And he liked doing it. And everyone at the store, no one at the store, the entire time he worked there, knew that he was not from England. But he knew when he, okay, I'm going to go to work. I got I to gotta put on the accent. <laughs> so wait, he applied for a job with an accent. Right. Just to, just to amuse himself. I mean, he, he certainly needed the job. But to amuse himself, he said, I'll go in with a British accent and uh, yeah, see yeah. if I can pull it off. And he got the job. And he worked, and I don't know how many years, but he worked there for years. But every time he had to go to work, he had to put on the British accent. Otherwise... Because when I met him, he certainly didn't have a British accent. And, uh, to inhale that you okay? citrus. I am. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I, you know, he didn't have a he didn't have a British so accent. Sorry, it's okay. He didn't have a British accent when I worked with him, and he certainly didn't have a you know, any hint of it at all. I mean, he was a he was a white boy American guy. Okay, well, that's kind of strange, but you know, but he was. But at the time, he wasn't over fifty and trying to well, reinvent then that's, himself that's like fine, Madonna. Then. So Madonna has been. How recently have you seen her on an interview show? Have you seen her with uh, Jimmy Kimmel? And okay. she was um, she was acting sly and flirtatious. <clears throat> Listen, it, I, I'm not saying that we have to stop flirting after you turn fifty or whatever, or sixty in her case, sixty four in her case. <laughs> but no, it was le- it was different, and to me, it just seemed desperate because everything she was doing was about look at me. Right. I'm a whore. <laughs> and she had braces on and or 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 silver teeth or, or something. Right. Right. Yeah, she had like the gangsta silver teeth and if I remember, she also had a lot of the gold chains. Oh, uh, yep, yep. And and this was and this was a few years ago, right? No, this has been recent. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is Because recent. I know she has a new tour, which is why this this came up on our radar. She has a new tour that she's doing. But what cracked me up was a few years ago, one of the things, it was either on her shirt or she had a diamond-encrusted word on a chain that said hard. Oh. And I'm like, ugh. hard? You are a multi-millionaire, probably mm-hmm. a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Your life is not hard. Hard is street, right? I mean, so hard is... Hard do you is, think that's what that means? I mean, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it was okay. she was she was trying to be gangsta is what okay. she was trying to do, and it's okay. like to me part of gangsta is not being wealthy, right? It's struggling on the streets, you know. It's yeah. out there, you know, trying to survive and all that. So you, you're not hard if you've, you're a multi billionaire. <laughs> well, there's somebody who weighed in on this. <clears throat> she says Madonna is not embarrassing, but you are for thinking it. Oh, my God. So I guess she was at the Met Gala, and this was a few years ago, and she has her different outlandish outfits. Um, This girl, this woman, says, apparently that's okay if you're a 25-year-old model or reality star like Kylie Jenner. But if you are Madonna's age and you're a pop star and you turn up wearing a revealing Givenchy outfit that shows her bum cheeks and her breasts covered with some black lace... (laughs) 
Um, apparently that's outrageous and you shouldn't be doing it. She says that I wasn't surprised the outfit drew criticism from people who suggested she was too old and should be embarrassed wearing that sort of outfit, even at the most crazy fashion event of the year. But you know what? If you were one of those people rolling your eyes and telling Madonna to dress her age, it says something far more embarrassing about you than it does about her. So I guess she told me. <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm thinking, okay, are there other people that it is like a... Uh, it's like the pee on my mattress. Not the pee, but I mean the pee, the vegetable. <laughs> what are you, what are you talking <laughs> I don't know where we went on that one. <laughs> sorry. Racy, racy, race. I'm talking about the princess and the pee, that little oh. thing that, yeah, sorry. Okay. The princess and the pee. <laughs> the pee P-E-A, on my mattress. Not P E E. Correct. Okay. I don't know why, but that just sticks in my craw. <laughs> it, it does seem like she's trying too hard. I and agree. And she doesn't have to. No, she's I mean, Madonna she's gonna, to me. Yes. She could, I mean, she's had, you know, two or three different images or something. Pick one of those. You don't have to reinvent yourself all the time. You're freaking Madonna. I would go to a Madonna concert if she wasn't trying so hard. Yeah. Because now I'm like, well, now it seems like a but, desperate thing. And I don't know if she's still doing this, but I heard that at one of her tours five or so years ago, she was doing what is a Bikram yoga, whichever yoga it is that like they make it like, you know, 9,000 degrees in there. Oh, I have no idea. And so you sit in a um, sauna for her <laughs> I had concert. No idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. So, all right. So here are some other celebrities that because I'm thinking about. And Mark and I talked about this in the pre-show show. Right. <laughs> uh, so there's Cher. I think she's toned it down a bit. Well, I have, Cher has disappeared. Oh, we, that's true. Recently, well, she still weighs in on things on Twitter. I mean, she's right. still uh, but, around. But, but, yeah, but, I don't but she's know. not. She's not out, around and out front and trying to be out front. No, but I mean, she was still a little out there. She's seventy six now. Oh my god! But she was a little out wow. there. I. It's still. I. I can't see Cher like going on uh, Jimmy Kimmel trying to look like Flava Flav. <laughs> And so, I don't know. I don't, it annoys I would, me a little what? less. I almost wouldn't put it past her if she did. But if she doesn't, yeah, you know, if Cher doesn't show up trying to do that, then good for her. Because she kind of did. Because I think Madonna took some cues from Cher. Because mm-hmm. Cher had sure. her uh, Bob Mackie costumes. Why I'd yes. even know that name. <laughs> I'm <laughs> hey, not gay. Not. not gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's right. But... Uh, Anyway, she had her wild costumes, and, and I think when she did her video for Turn Back Time, she had her her butt cheeks hanging out or yeah, something, and yeah, had yeah. Well, ta- she tattoos on them or something like that. And like, yeah, headdresses. But, but yeah, and... she hasn't done stuff like that recently. I no, think she's like, I'm Cher, and I've done a couple of dramatic movie roles, and, and I'm yeah. good with that. Richard Simmons. I know it's different, but is it? <laughs> I mean, he disappeared. So he's about 76 now. He disappeared when he was in his early 60s. And as far as I know, as far as I can find all of the pictures, he was still wearing the, the usual thing. Yeah, the short yeah. shorts with the, the well, I mean, I don't know if you can do much about the, the afro, which right. is fine. I have no problem with an afro, but I mean, it was his look. <laughs> right. He had, it's he had a little image. different, I realize. But, but is it? it? Or Dolly Parton. What about Dolly Parton? Well, see, hmm. Hold on, you said Dolly Parton, so I was like, oh. But you know what? She doesn't annoy me. Well, she hasn't tried to change her image. She's stayed the same. That's right. That's I mean, right. This, this is about you look desperate because you're trying to be newer Relevant. and hipper yes. and stuff like that. Richard Simmons did the same bit yep. his whole yep. career. Yes. Uh, 
Dolly Parton, the same bit her whole career. She wasn't trying to reinvent herself. Right. And she's just so gosh darn charming. <laughs> it's hard not to love her. She actually is, even though she doesn't necessarily look like she used to in the sense that she's Well, none of had, us do. <laughs> yeah, but she's had... Oh, I mean, you mean... I mean, the oh, plastic right. surgery yes. type of work or whatever she's had on her face. she doesn't have a beard because they yeah. kept pulling everything up so much right. that... <laughs> It's yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, okay, so here's another one, and and this doesn't bother me either. Slash, Slash is around our age, and he's still looking like Slash. The the Slash hat, the is long 26? hair. Yes, amazing. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I just think you know, or Steve. Um, well, I think that's his look. Steve Ty- Steven Tyler. Do, but, do but rockers not... have to cut their hair? No. But, yeah, but yeah, no. they're not trying anything new. So is so that like, the difference for us? Because, yeah, Madonna annoys the hell out of me, <laughs> and I am embarrassed. Well, I don't know. So, for instance, and it, there's someone that, that uh, is a rocker that I'm disappointed that did retire uh, early on, said, I'm not going to be, you know, in my 60s trying to sing rock and roll music. That's just not rock and roll music. Uh-huh. Grace Slick. Oh, okay. Grace Slick from yeah, Jefferson yeah. Airplane, Jefferson Starship, Starship, mm-hmm. all those iterations. She 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 mocked it. I remember back in the day. I mean, I shouldn't say back in the day, but, but it was like 20 years ago when I was six. And she, I remember an interview where she said, I'm not going to do that. That's embarrassing. These, these old people out there trying to be rock and roll. And I was like, yeah, but I'd pay to go see Jefferson Starship with Grace Slick on there. Oh, yeah. Well, so, okay, what about this? What if Madonna was still wearing the poofy ballerina skirt dress thing with all the bracelets and the knee socks and the tennis shoes? The and original the Madonna. rag in her hair bow thing at, at, at 64. Would we think, I think, probably I'd still be like, stop it. You're not 20. <laughs> now, if she was on interviews dressing like a woman who's in great shape with a you know a nice Rack. haircut oh. or whatever <laughs> we were going different places on that and one <laughs> just looking like a good looking 64 year old i think well no but it would be the combination i know everybody's all you're such a judgmental bitch <laughs> but and if she wasn't like like talking to Jimmy Kimmel, like you want me, don't you? You all want me. Everybody <laughs> wants me. You want me. <laughs> I don't know. There, there are. I know people like that, and it's definitely about look at right. me, look at me, right, right. And you all want me. <laughs> I. It's it's beyond femme fatale to me. So I'm so sorry for all of the Madonna lovers who listen to us. <laughs> But I mean, just I'm thinking of other people. By the way, Bjork is another one who has. But you know what? Bjork isn't always a freak. Sometimes she's normal. <laughs> I, and, you know, I only know Bjork from uh, what? Didn't, didn't she have a, a swan dress? At one she of the did. Things? That's yes. all I know her from because she wasn't. Yeah. Her music wasn't my her thing. Her stuff is and all definitely stuff. more avant-garde. Madonna's and, is just yeah, kind of trash. And she's not Madonna. Bjork does not have anywhere near the status of McD- Madonna. McDonna. Mc- McDonna. <laughs> Old McDonna. <laughs> That's what we're going to name her now, <laughs> Old McDonough. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what? I think it's a combination. Maybe maybe I could handle her better. By the way, she's been compared now. Her latest look is that she looks like a Bratz doll. Um, oh, right. Because the work she's had done, the plastic surgery she's yeah. had done. Yeah. 
But maybe it's the combo. It's the combo of all of the work and then just her behavior on interviews. Like, I'm too cool and I'm too hot for this room. I Yeah. So I mean, to me, people that get to that status... Be who you are. Don't try to reinvent yourself at you know at every every turn. Because I mean, like but I said, that's a I whole like another show, isn't it? I like I the mean, old Madonna. Maybe she that she is being who she is, isn't she? Well, an attention whore. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm an attention whore, so I can't judge her on yeah, that. Yeah, but you're wearing the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. I got my image. I got my same stuff that I do because that's. I, uh, that's a good question, though. Is is who she is someone who changes her look all the time, or is she doing it just to get attention? To be relevant. Uh, I say it's to be relevant because, you know, look, we've, we've We're grown, talking about grown up with Madonna. We know what her behavior and, is like and stuff like that. So And people look and and talk. Yeah. And she, and she wants to do things to get people talking about her. And I think she's got a, a tour coming up. Yeah. Oh, she does, because uh, they're giving away tickets to her concert here in Los Angeles. Oh, that's right. <laughs> on the radio. That's I have, by the way, I have not called in for those. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. You wouldn't even go for free? Or you just don't want to waste the time trying to call in? So what I'm saying is if I, would I rather... call in and get a ticket, will you go with me? <laughs> I don't know. I would rather win something else. They're also, uh, there's a, sta- everybody, there's a station that Mark and I both on and off listen to. And so he's aware as I am when they're giving away tickets. They have been giving away Ringo Starr tickets. And it's probably the only Beatle I'll ever get to see in concert, if even this one. Well, now see, uh, so and there I you have go. been so trying then, to win them. Then look at the Beatles. Look at Paul McCartney. He didn't go all wild or anything like no, that. No, he didn't. And, you know, he produced his own new music and all this other stuff, and he didn't go all. Nuts but you so. know what? None of the Beatles and Ringo were the same thing. That not that they didn't do avant-garde music, but the styles that they wore were the styles of the time. In fact, they were kind of groundbreaker. You know, when they were all doing the, you know, the turquoise faux fur jackets or whatever in right, the 70s right. just all of that look right it was oh that was that was pro- well how remember, about this when they first when the beatles first started they were in suits right with the beatles haircut the bowl type haircut almost right. and then they they did help set the uh they style did. they so they did but then they kind of toned it down after that it was all about the music yeah but it wasn't that it just wasn't that weird madonna's has always been attention grabbing yeah i guess so. which is fine at a certain age but i don't know for me at 64 come out there and show off your hot body because i'm sure she's still got one i think that's still important to her probably right um and and i'm okay with that so am i so madonna if you want to show me your boobs <laughs> give me a call you know where to find me you can find me on instagram twitter and facebook at snack a little <laughs> there you go all right, so by oh, one more. All right, go ahead. Michael Jackson. Oh. If he was still alive, so he passed away actually at 50. Okay. If he was still alive. So he barely I mean, qualifies for the list. Barely. <laughs> the, what but, we're talking about but, here. But, I mean, since he was still mm, different, um, let's just pretend that, you know, that there aren't a lot of questions hanging in the air because I know, know that not everybody thinks Michael Jackson was a pedophile. Right. And uh, and the the jury is out for me because I actually didn't see uh the trials the, or anything the, like that. Yeah. I, I yes. saw some of it and I think that he was, but he he just had a weird upbringing and weird life. He did. Not that it justifies any of it, but right. but to keep on our subject, he he kind of did 
Oh, wow. See, this is the thing. Was he reinventing himself or was he setting a new trend? Because the the one glove thing. Yeah. That was that became a thing. Oh, totally became a thing. You know, the moonwalking, which was also part of the one glove era. And that became a thing. And, and the, the, wow. The military jacket. Oh, that right. became a thing. Right. But you right. know what? So then, you know what? I am going to, I'm going to have to combine. That's the way she behaves as well as the way she's dressing. Because, I, again, we can't, we can't know how we would feel about it today if he were still alive. But his demeanor was so... Uh, came across as so timid right. and polite. Except when he was on stage. When he well, was that's on true. stage, he commanded the stage. Yeah, absolutely. But in interviews and all that. <laughs> <laughs> and so Thank you. He that's didn't... our Michael Jackson impression. <laughs> he, my thing just got hit again. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? My, my your headphone. headphone. Oh, your headphone. It just got hit again right here. You felt a sound in it, you mean? I felt the sound and I felt it go... Like that. You felt I mean, something I hit felt your something headphone. something hit my headphone hard. And nothing's over there. I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm saying there's... Wow, that's weird. Just uh, don't say your thing got hit again. Because I'm way over here. I'm like, I'm not doing it, folks! <laughs> well, the house is haunted, so you never know what could have hit my thing. Uh, yeah, that, I don't know. I don't think that would annoy me. I mean, I might still think, what's his trip? But I wouldn't be like, you whore! He's a whore! <laughs> Well, he was doing the grabbing the crotch thing, and then then, but see, ah. it's not the same. But like you said, yeah, in his in, in interviews and everything, he was he was very very quiet and timid. Timid is a good uh, yeah yeah good description. I know that, and, and and we'll move on here. We don't want to beat this one to death. But even though Tom Cruise isn't um weird like Madonna. <laughs> Doing things that it's like, ah, he's trying too hard. Right. But I know that a lot of people got annoyed with him when he jumped up on the couch and was, you know, all right. excited about I think, Katie I think Holmes. way too much was made about that. I, I think so, too. I think so, too. Okay. So then, I, I, yeah, I don't know if it's the same level then. We think No, because that was a one-time thing that the media blew into out of proportion. Yeah. Not something that he said, hey, watch me jump on the couch again. I'm going to go on everyone's show and jump on everyone's couch. Or... During that era, he certainly did not go on every talk show and do something outrageous, you know, to try to do something. I, I don't remember anything like that. I think Dennis Rodman is maybe a little around our age, maybe a little older. Now, I haven't seen him around in a while or somewhere within our age, within a 10 year age range, I would say. Right. Uh, if he was, if he's still like toting a rainbow or green hair and, and all that, would you think, come on, Dennis, mm. you're a father settle down <laughs> that's tough yeah he was just a freaky weird guy all yeah. around i mean look he went over and 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 what during trump's presidency and went over and talked to kim jong un right or ill because they were buddies yeah, and it was just like admired him right yeah. because he was a basketball kim. player and right it, it was like and he actually did something good by doing that i was like all right if this is like you know keeping us from the brink of war <laughs> then send him over uh, and now look, now we have Chinese balloons floating. Send, where's balloons. Dennis? Where's Dennis? <laughs> Dennis oh, Rodman right, wait, wait, to, wrong country. You know what, though? <laughs> Dennis Rodman can come up and, and with his rebounding ability, I think he can jump up and grab that balloon. <laughs> right. Because his rebounding ability was unbelievable. But yeah, so you know what? That is, that's a tough one because he is, he's always been freaky, weird guy. 
but he's but he's staying consistent of being freaky weird guy. He's not trying something new. So is Madonna. But she's but she's well, that's right. Her, she's trying to be. But it's her behavior. Act younger it's and both. stuff it's instead both. of being. It's both. <laughs> it's both. All right. Well, speaking of Madonna, I have a list of forty <laughs> plus gross things that most girls have done that are also totally normal. Uh-oh. This is from a website uh, called Instantly Modern, and I'm not sure exactly why this came across my purview, but I made a note of it, uh, saved it, and I'm bringing it out in the show. It's uh, an article by a girl named Poppy Rose, and 40-plus gross things. Now, I'm not going to go through all 40 of them because she does not list them. She actually does a thing where she talks, you know, about each each one of them. Okay. But but let me uh, go through some of these and see if uh, see if Jana agrees that these are totally normal things that okay. girls do. Uh, this one says, "Greasy girl, this first confession isn't even gross, just greasy. Then again, greasy can tip over into being gross very easily. Though when life gets crazy busy, often our personal maintenance takes a back seat. Yes, good hygiene is priority, but so is work, assignments, childcare, groceries. You get the point. So, ladies, if you can't remember the last time you washed your hair," Put it up in a top bun instead and give then give yourself a break. So that, that's what she's saying is, you know, sometimes you don't wash your hair and all that. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to put it up in a bun. I, that's true. I don't. Yes, I would be concerned. If there's somebody who doesn't know when they washed their hair the last time, then that would be that would be a long time. But there are a lot of women, especially those of us with wavy or curly hair. It tends to be and red hair tends to be drier or less porous. Right. And so the more you wash it, the more of a haystack you're going to have. And so um, a lot of women use what's called the curly girl method, which is you just rinse it really well with water and you condition the heck out of it and you don't actually shampoo it. I mean, technically, is that washing it sort of? Well, this is saying this is saying your hair actually gets dirty and you just instead of washing it, you just put it up in a bun uh, yeah, or some, under a hat. Some do that. Some do that. Yeah. Or they take that, you know, the the. Uh, dry shampoo and just kind of poof it up a little bit on top because it is getting greasy <laughs> but I, but yeah i don't know anybody that does it where they don't even know when they washed it last okay this one she calls hamper couture it's very common to have your top pick clothing items though as a result you end up wearing a one-third of your closet that's all fine and dandy but what happens when those priority pieces pile up in the laundry hamper no problem. Simply remove them from the pile and continue to wear them with pride until they start to reek. You're left with two choices. Either bid your clothes a temporary farewell while they get washed or do the old perfume trick. True. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, that's this, silly. I mean, why wouldn't you? If the, something isn't disgusting, why would you not wear the, it again? And and this is a trope that I've seen in movies, you know, where guys will... will pick up a shirt off the floor of their thing yeah. and sniff it and yeah. I'm good. That happens a lot. Yeah. And I'm a I'm a fan of that. I mean, for instance, how how long do you wear something before you wash it? It depends on how dirty it is. Exactly. It, yeah. I if mean I've, on a nice cool day, yeah. I could wear one of my Hawaiian shirts all day long and it won't get any perspiration or anything on it. And I'm Same. like, what why can't We're, I wear hello. it the next day? Yeah. Yep. You know, it's a I mean, or on the other hand, if I'm out doing something outside in a, in one of my Hawaiian shirts and it's, you know, 120 degrees, I'm sweating all over it. You know what? That shirt's done for the day. It's done for the four hours, maybe, depending yes. on if I am going to another event or a date that night or something where I have to clean up. So more laundry is done because of my job in the summertime. Right. 
Um, but otherwise, yeah, it just depends on, you know, whether I've spilled on it or whatever. Yeah. All right. So this one says the perfect cover up. Sometimes life gets in the way and certain healthy habits fall away. For example, when you're swamped with your job, working crazy hours, your social life and workout regime become compromised. With that, your self-care rituals start to diminish. And next thing you know, you're looking and smelling like a hot mess. Luckily, luckily quick fixes like dry shampoo, yeah. perfume, and deodorant can help prolong your much-needed shower. So how long would you wait for a shower? It, when it says much-needed, if it says that the shower is much-needed, I would take a shower. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so that's that's really all I have to say I mean, say I've certainly gone days when I, you know skip a shower or something like that so it's cool today yeah if if i go throughout the day and don't break a sweat i probably wouldn't shower in the morning i'd probably right. like towel myself off with you know some wet wipes or something <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go uh this says f <laughs> now mind you i haven't read all these okay so i'm just going to go through a few here okay uh this is all new to me as well reading this feeling it out when we think about all the weird places we put our fingernails, it actually makes us want to wash our hands. From picking our noses to scratching our teeth, our poor nails are constantly put in the line of fire. Then again, what else are we going to use to do all of our? Excuse me. What else are we going to use to do all of our inspecting with? Perhaps we should wear surgical gloves all day. That way, we can keep our fingernails clean and hygienic. Plus, now that masks have been the norm, and gloves make more sense. <laughs> So what about that? What about, you know, your fingernails, <sighs> scraping your teeth with them and using them to pick your nose and then you do something that, without washing your hands without because you don't think about it? Uh, if I were going to pick my teeth, I would think about it. I guess nose picking. I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't really think about that. But I mean, it's not like, okay. I'm trying to think of someplace really disgusting. Okay, if I was changing the litter box or something like that, <laughs> right. I would go and wash my hands afterwards. Right. So I don't think that any nose picking is so like, you know, dire that I'd be like, I can't wait. Right. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, either I do it more than I realize or I just don't. Well, again. I, I can't wait in on that very well because yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's that big a problem. I don't, I don't wash my hands all that often unless I'm doing something like that because I right. certainly do. Uh, some handyman stuff here and there. You know, I work on plumbing and all that. And boy, well, yeah. I, I, I will wash my hands, clean my nails and all disinfect. But other times I don't. I remember as a kid, someone was like, oh, he played with a lizard and then he ate his lunch. Ew! <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, I can see that you, but that's also, I don't know. You could, do you pet, well, do you pet your, do you wash your hands after you pet your cat? No. Yeah. Not, I'm typically no. So nope. There you go. Okay. Well, and they clean themselves with a tongue that they also lick their behind. So right. <laughs> I don't know why I have stomach I, I problems. Don't even like sitting, I don't even like sitting next to you right now. <laughs> All right. This one says, just playing. Oftentimes we have a zit, scab, or cold sore on our face. And instead of leaving it alone and applying the right ointments, we do the opposite. We pick, poke, and prod the area of concern until we've made the problem worse. I'm happy to say, even though I definitely had issues with acne after high school, about a year after high school, I really started having problems with breakouts. It's not really much of an issue for me anymore. I'll tell you what is. I shouldn't even be admitting this, but I'm going to. The occasional brundle fly hair that pops out of the chin when you get to be a certain age. 
26. <laughs> those those do bother me. And if I happen to like scratch my chin or something and like, you know, get poked and like my <laughs> finger starts bleeding, I'm like, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Your finger starts bleeding. Is that, that harsh they're, of a hair? They're like nothing else. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Aging is great. Yeah. I'll have, by the way, by the end of the day, it will, if I'm, if I'm at work, by the way, if if uh, I can't get to it, rather than just wait and go home and get a little tweezer and just pink, nope, nope, I'll go home and I'll have like a wound there because I'm taking that <laughs> nail and I'm trying and I'm trying. Yeah. See, now I, I uh, you know, just in the course of every day, you get an itch here or there, you know, I'll uh, scratch my ear or something, right? I yeah. have a little yeah. itch inside my ear, so put my finger in my ear and and I will feel an ear hair. My ear hairs are really strong um, and I'll be like, oh, I got to, I got to pull that. I got to, and I tell you, if I'm away from home, actually, you know what? I do have a tweezers. Uh, I have a little fingernail kit in my car. I will, I, it, I'm obsessed. It's like, I've got to, I've got to pull that thing because I don't want to, I don't want people to see me having old man ears. <laughs> so you know what? I, ladies weigh in on this. I think that's the difference between men and women. I don't get those and I don't know if we I don't think oh, women hairs? get like these right. no, brundlefly ear hairs. No. So that's no, gonna be another I've, I've you know, we've look, we've we've seen old ladies. Old ladies do not get ear hair like men do. So old if men people get have hair. if people transition, if a woman transitions to a male, I wonder if testosterone would change that. Just curious. And the nose hairs too. Hmm. I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> I would huh. think maybe maybe I, I, I have a theory, and when we have one of our doctor's uh, guests on our show again, I'm going to ask them. I actually think that the ear hair is a an evolutionary trait made to help us hear better. Because, you know, mm -hmm. we, we lose our hearing as we get older. What? And <laughs> I said we lose our <laughs> hearing as we get... Uh, uh, by the way, that was Garrett Morris from Saturday Night Live back in the day. That was the news uh, for the heart of hearing. Do you remember that? I don't. Our top story tonight... And then they put they put his image in a small circle in the corner. Yeah. And he'd put his hands up and he'd go, our top story tonight. <laughs> Frederico Francisco Franco is still dead. Frederico Francisco Franco is still dead. I missed that one. Oh, my gosh. Dang. It was one of the funniest things that they did. The, the news for the hard of hearing. But anyway, I, I think that as a uh, result of getting older, uh, in, in men, at least, that's and all only, I can only speak only the men from. need to hear. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, you've got to be able to well, hear us. <laughs> they're, no, <laughs> no, they're, they're hunter-gatherers. They're the hunters. The oh. women are the gatherers. they got to go out there and they, you know, they're stalking prey. Yeah. And perhaps having that extra, you know, because your hearing loss starts to go, yeah. but having extra hair in there that might vibrate more to the sounds mm -hmm. and help you hear better. And every time, I think of this, every time I pluck an ear hair, I, I always think, am I... Am I diminishing the ability of my hearing right, right now? Because and maybe, maybe evolution is telling me your hearing is going. We're helping you out by growing hair. And now you're pulling it out. What are you doing? And maybe we grow the like the strong, wiry ones on our chin to have an extra whisk because we do all the cooking. <laughs> and <laughs> cleaning. Everything. <laughs> like a Brillo pad. And, <laughs> yep. I can't get this. I can't get this encrusted that's out of this bowl. Let me rub it on my chin. <laughs> It's bright and shiny now. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, oh, 
It's all right. All right, we'll do one more of these. Okay. Yeah, this is this is and, and this like I said, this says forty plus on this of of the gross things that that girls do, women do that are totally normal. And this is from a website called instantlymodern.com. This one says a hole in one. When you love and adore an item of clothing, a few holes aren't going to stop you from wearing it. Of course, if the garment is so old that it's falling apart, then maybe it's time for a trip to the shops. However, until then, you should hold on to your favorite undies. <laughs> Why not? If they give you joy and you like wearing them, it's not harming anyone. We know we're sounding like like preachers in favor of old panties, but that's fine. <laughs> like preach, sounding like preaches in favor. There's an editorial Typo, thing in yeah. there. Anyway, so what do you think of old panties with holes in them and all that? Uh, nah. <laughs> I, I don't see any reason to keep those around. And this is coming from a single woman who you could make a beautiful braided rug for your, you know, over your, by your kitchen sink with my legs and armpit hair. Because <laughs> who cares? Every now and then I think, ah, you know what, I should shave it. I'm... Because, you know, I could get really sick and they could take me to the doctor and, you know, wonder, <laughs> wonder something. I don't know. But, uh, but no, I draw the line at holy underwear. Oh, see, now that's so, that, so again, this is a trope about men. And I got to say, it's true. I have plenty of holy underwear that are falling apart. You know, there are people that are, there's, there's some, oh, I don't know if it was a movie or a skit or something where someone was like, it's just an elastic band. <laughs> That's okay. It stays at my waist. <laughs> there there were special underwear back in the day when I was still bleeding. And there was no point in like continuing to replace more and more and more. But occasionally, you know, <laughs> this is just so, so TMI. <laughs> you're but turning yeah, red right now. I feel it. You Sometimes need your menopause fan there. You're just like, all right, you just wash them. And, and, and those are the ones that you wear a certain time of month. See, I... I uh, if I'm going on a date where something might be expected, ladies, <laughs> I put on the new fresh underwear, of course. But otherwise, uh, a lot of my underwear hold it. I got to tell you, though, with the anatomy of men, sometimes a hole in your underwear, one of the boys will slip down in that hole and it'll squeeze and twist a little oh, bit. Goodness. <laughs> it's not fun. It's got to be it's a like, pretty okay, big get rid hole of these at or this a very point. small ball. Uh, it's the first, ladies. <laughs> Ew. How does that work? Huh. Uh, on that note. <laughs> have you ever heard of something called everymom.com? No, but it well, sounds like a porn site. <laughs> there's an author by the name of Lizzie Goodman, and she put the uh, question out there to the moms on this site. Can kids see ghosts? And here's what these moms had to say. Hmm. I mean, it's creepy, by the way, anytime that, you know, a person sees, anybody sees ghosts at any right, age. Right. But I don't know, is it maybe a little different with kids? Or are they less jaded and more likely to see these things? Who knows? Oh, right. The pajama clad boy, story number one. When we were looking at condos to purchase our first place, Claire was just shy of her third birthday. We brought her with us to all of our showings because we wanted to see how comfortable she was as it would be her home too. When we walked through the door of the place, we ultimately bought the second floor of a 1911 Chicago brick three flat. We all knew immediately that it was the right place. 
That evening, I asked Claire if she thought that the place would be a good home for her, and her response was yes, and the little boy that lives here is really nice, too. Oh, This took me aback, but I tried to remain calm. I asked her what she meant, and she said there was a little boy in his pajamas that she saw in the dining room. She said he had waved at her. He was about her age, and he was uh, only in the dining room. She knew his name, which I don't remember now, and that he was afraid of water. After she went to bed that night, that gave me the chills. (laughs) I looked up ways to clear the energy of a home, how to communicate with the ghosts so they don't bother your family and anything else I could find to make sure at least I could be comfortable living in this otherwise perfect condo. Claire never talked about him again, not even the next day when I asked her to tell my husband. Wow. This is called the cemetery sighting. Now, the person said, trigger warning, this next anecdote touches on the subject of loss of a child and could be potentially triggering for some. Please skip ahead if you might be, if this might not be for you. My son was around two at the time. We were driving past the cemetery when he said, look, mama, dead people. Yes, darling, I responded. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, darling. Kids, he continued matter-of-factly, and sure enough, we were passing by the children's section. Curious, I asked if the kids were happy or sad. Happy, Mama, he said. They are running around. That daddy. All I saw was a man standing alone with his head dropped. Oh, it warmed my heart, honestly. Wow. The lingering grandmother. We bought our current house from a man who was married for 40 plus years. His wife passed away a couple of years before we bought the house. One evening, while tucking my two and a half year old into bed, he said, Mama, night night to the grandma. While pointing to the hallway between his room and mine, oh my God. that was her room back then. Wow. The ghost friend. When we moved into our house, Leo, also two and a half, was seeing a ghost. He would say, ghost. And how does a two and a half year old already know the word ghost? Right. All right. Ghost. What, what, what kind of cartoons? <laughs> and stuff? Maybe he's watching Casper. Uh, that, could, that could be. <laughs> pointing to the dining room table. One day I mentioned Mr. Hutchinson to someone while giving a history of the house, and Leo said, Mr. Hutchinson, my ghost friend? We confirmed wow. with the house cleanser, <laughs> huh, cleaner, that can, <laughs> now I'm picturing her using her chin. <laughs> we confirmed with the house cleaner that someone attached to the home, like a grandfather figure, was here and attracted to Leo's light and innocence. We have since had the house cleansed twice. Wow. The Midnight Playmate. My then four-year-old would tell me about a little girl who wanted to play with her. She apparently wanted to play all hours of the day and night. When I was finally able to sort out what was up with my daughter in the middle of the night, I left this little ghost some toys in an upstairs closet so she could play by herself. She had a stuffed lamb and a stuffed duck, and I used to find them moved most mornings. The four-year-old shared a room with her siblings, so I know it wasn't her moving the toys. Wow. The door slammer. Ender, my four-year-old, will tell us stories about the little girl who shuts doors and turns off the lights. He can't tell us what she looks like or where she goes. I don't talk about ghosts or anything that would give Ender this idea. I've never heard that name before. Yeah. Well, there's a book called Ender's Game. So maybe they got it from that. The last time the little girl was here, I heard the door slam. I ran in and asked him if he had closed it. He told me no, the little girl did because she didn't want to play. Hmm. And we'll just read one more. That's weird, though. 
I mean, the, yeah. The, what's was really strange about these is that these are very young kids coming up with these concepts. Right. Which you would think, unless you know their parents are making them watch horror, weird, horror movies right. all the time. <laughs> the visit from Grandpa. Okay. My husband's father passed away several years before my son was born. He died from the flu, and my husband always had always felt guilty because he had been the one to share the sickness with him. Mm. We never talked to our son about his grandpa, but one morning he woke and said point blank, Daddy, Papa Don wanted me to tell you he's doing fine. We asked him wow. to describe his grandpa, and he did so to a T, despite never having seen a photo of him. He said he was standing by a fast car with a cloud of smoke around him. This made perfect sense because my father-in-law raced sports cars and smoked heavily all of his life. Wow. I've, I've got How would the, I know, that gave <laughs> chills, chills all over too. my arms. Yeah. yeah. How would he even know? I, I don't know, but you know... I can understand why somebody would feel horrible about that if you're, you know, if somebody passes away from something that you got and gave them. At the same time, right, or, yeah. And and so to know that that the father, it looks to me, I believe this, that the father, you know, appeared to say, yeah, it's all good and I'm fine. Interesting. Wow. Hmm. Are you a believer, Mark? You know, it's hard to, it's easy to be skeptical. Let's put it that way. It's hard to buy into some of this stuff, but it's like some of these things, uh, unless I know the people, it's hard to know how exaggerated the stories may or may not be. I agree that... Because that last story, I thought, okay, I understand that. Let's mm-hmm. let's assume. But so you're telling me that they don't. this guy who feels guilty about his dad's death mm-hmm. doesn't have any pictures of his dad on his in his house? This kid's never seen a photo album of his grandfather maybe standing next to a car? Maybe. I mean, mean, family pictures. I I have family pictures in my house. I mean, you're right. The the mother could have embellished and said he had no idea what Grandpa Don looks like. Right. But I don't know. I guess it depends on the age of the kid and when you decide to introduce things about, you know, their their grandparents if they've never met them. Right. And you think they're going to like soak it in and like really appreciate what you're telling them. I don't know. So what do you guys think? Do you buy into this? Are you as skeptical as I am or do you think that sometimes the innocence of kids can possibly uh Yeah, because I I be, think be the a, kids be a be a thoroughfare for ghosts to communicate. I I don't think they're as jaded. I think that they're open and upfront and I think that they see a lot more than we do or can anyway. We like it when you weigh in. As always, don't forget, you can go to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At Snack a Little. And you can send us a message there. You can also call our dedicated listener line, and the number is 909-572-0278. Give us a call. Leave a message. We might feature it on a future episode. Dying to know what you think of Madonna or whoever you you might have in mind. That's right. (laughs) You dislike Madonna's behavior like we do? (laughs) And what about your citrus? You get citrus all year round from South America, up here in North America, or whatever country you're listening from. And how often do you uh, change your underwear or wash (laughs) them or replace them? Come on back.